He told him the good news about Jesus. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good Friday morning, my friends. We are moving on today in Acts chapter 8. We're going to be looking at verses uh, 34 through 40 and uh, finishing the chapter today. And uh, today we will read about the result of Philip's encounter with the Ethiopian eunuch. Um, The Spirit led him into that encounter. The man expressed an openness to Philip explaining the scriptures to him. And today we're going to learn about the result of that encounter. Uh, But before we get into the text, uh, as is our custom, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you so much. We thank you, Lord, uh, that we can come and pause our day right at the start uh, for some time of study and reflection. And uh, we pray, Jesus, that we would have an encounter with you this day as we... um, learn of your power and your mercy and your redemption at work uh, through the reading and studying of your word. Father, speak. We're listening, and we give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, this is Acts eight thirty four through 40. And the eunuch said to Philip, about whom I ask you, does the prophet say this about himself or about someone else? Then Philip opened his mouth, and, be- and beginning with this scripture, He told him the good news about Jesus. And as they were going along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What prevents me from being baptized? And he commanded the chariot to stop, and they both went down into the water, Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. And when they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord carried Philip away, and the eunuch saw him no more, and went on his way rejoicing." But Philip found himself at Azotus, and as he passed through, he preached the gospel to all the towns until he came to Caesarea. What a powerful (laughs) display of the gospel at work in these words. So uh, Philip and the eunuch are in his chariot. They're moving along the road. They're talking about the scriptures. And Philip starts right where the eunuch was reading in the prophet Isaiah. And he uh, goes on to tell him the good news about Jesus. And so Philip was making the most of this ministry opportunity, and he was equipped to do so. He knew the word. He knew the story of God's redemptive acts uh, through the Old Testament of the foretelling of the coming of the Messiah that the prophets spoke of. And he tied all of that together and and took uh, this opportunity to tell this man about God's grace and mercy available to all people in Jesus Christ. Um, and uh, he must have explained baptism as they were going along and the importance of baptism as a symbol of one's public profession of faith. And they come upon some water, and the man in the chariot says, well, here's some water. What would hold me back from being baptized? (laughs) Uh, When was the last time? How often in our churches do we have someone who's coming to see Jesus for who he is uh, spontaneously say, what would keep me from being baptized? Uh, in most of our churches, we, uh, we're we not at the ready for those kinds of things. We're not at the ready for 
uh, the transforming work of the Lord to lead someone to want to be baptized in the moment. Uh, I, sus- I suppose that discerning the moment, we would, we would be ready uh, the best we could. Uh, but this man was ready for baptism. Faith had come into his heart, and he had discerned that there should be nothing that would hold him back from being baptized. And so Philip baptized him. They got into the water together. Philip baptized him, and the man professed his faith in Jesus uh, that day. Um, we're told by Luke that Philip uh, sort of disappeared, uh, that he was carried away by the Spirit, and the eunuch saw him no more. But he, Philip was not taken into heaven. He was taken to another place. We're told that he was taken to Azotus, and that as he passed through that area, he continued on preaching the gospel to all the towns until he came to Caesarea. So tracking back persecution of the Jewish religious leaders scatters the church into the regions that Jesus said they would go in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, that you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Philip winds up in Samaria, meets this eunuch, gets carried by the Spirit away to another place called Azotus, preaches and teaches through all of the towns of that region until he makes his way to Caesarea. Um, amazing, amazing. Um, most of us have not been carried away by the Spirit to another place, not in this direct sense of sort of disappearing and being transported somewhere, but we've been carried away by the Spirit to the places that we sense God calling us, and uh, our excitement for that ministry and our excitement to be among those people and to have the opportunity to share the gospel is no less real than what the what the apostles and disciples in the first century experienced. Um, but it would be kind of cool to be carried away uh, by the Spirit <laughs> in the way that Philip was. Um, maybe that'll be something we can experience when we're in eternity. Uh, But for the present, uh, we get moved in our spirit and led by the spirit into the places that he calls us as well. And we too should be faithful ministers of the gospel. Uh, Wherever it is the Lord plants us and wherever it is that we have influence among other people. All right, my friends, happy Friday. Have a great weekend and we'll catch up with you again on Monday. God bless.